and welcome to the Nutrition by Samantha podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, nutritionist who is on a mission to cut through the nutrition confusion and help you become the healthiest version of you. In this podcast, you'll find expert advice on all things binge and emotional eating, sustainable fat loss, sports nutrition, and all things in between. I hope you leave each episode inspired and empowered to make smarter eating choices. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, welcome back to another episode. I'm really looking forward to this episode. I feel like I say that every week, but it's true. Talking about how much weight we should be losing because I hear so often people like, what's normal? What should I be losing? And if you've done previous fad diets before, you don't know what's normal because your normal is losing like two, three kilos in a week because you've done something extremely restrictive. So I thought I would chat about what is a sustainable amount of weight loss that we should be achieving each week or each month. But first, I wanted to chat a little bit about my weekend because I know you're so interested. (laughs) But I saw Pete Murray at the Torquay Hotel on Saturday night and it was so good. Like he was so, so good. And he looks so good for how old he is, like 52 or whatever. He looks so fit and healthy. Anyway, not that you can't can't be fit and healthy at 52, but still, anyway, he looked really great and his singing was great and it was just such a good concert and I really enjoyed it and I was actually sad when it ended because I wanted it to keep going because usually with like concerts and all of that, I'm always like, okay, what time does it start? I want to know what time it finishes so I know what time I'll be home at. But when I was there, I was just really loving it. And we, when me and my husband got married, our first dance song was Hold Me Steady by Pete Murray. And he played that song. And I was so happy when he sung that song. It was so cool to listen to it live. But yeah, he, yeah, it was really, really good. And I'm just getting back into his music and listening to that while I'm working in the background. It's been great. And one of my cousins gave birth a couple of weeks ago. So I saw her, which was really great to see. Her name's Alina. She's so cute, so cute. She just nuzzles into your chest. Oh, cutest thing. And I had my week four lesson of surfing. So I went down to Point Addis again, and that was really good to still trying to stand up. I'm going to go again on Saturday, so the day before our my surfing camp, and go with one of the girls that's in the group with me. I'm going to try a bigger board and see how I go with a big board. I think that would be easier and I'll be able to stand up then. But yes, I had a lovely weekend and a great week this week, a busy week this week, a few new clients, which is great, all about achieving their desired weight loss goals and achieving that sustainable um, solution to their weight loss goals, which is what I specialize in. But I suppose we shall get into today's episode. So I want to start with a food recommendation and it is not a food this time. It is a coffee recommendation. So In my reel I posted on my Instagram a couple days ago, I spoke about the most common reasons why you're struggling to stay in your calorie deficit. And one of them is barista-made coffees, especially the large size. When you get the large size, it is majority milk, right? Even if it's majority like soy milk or almond milk, they do pack a fair bit of calories in them regardless. So... What I recommend, it's a bit bougie, but I actually think you'll, you'll like it because I like it. I suppose I like black coffee. Anyway, so this, <laughs> this recommendation is a filtered coffee. So it is a black coffee, but it tastes better than a long black. It's less bitter. It's a lot smoother to get down and it doesn't feel so to sort of drink. Now, it's hard to get at 
most places you kind of have to go to like the um what are they called like the oh, like the cafes but like the cool cafes like you're not going to go into your average cafe and find it if you go into like a coffee place that really specializes in their coffee and good quality coffee see if they've got the filtered coffees they've even got it in like the iced form so for summer you can get it as well and it's literally just water and coffee so there's no calories in it which is really great for your weight loss goals I have recommendations on places you can get it from if you live in Torquay or Geelong area I will just let you know now so if that's you you know where to go um, there's a few in Melbourne as well and I'm not too sure about other states but I'm sure they'll be they'll be in all states but if you live in Torquay, I know Ocean Grind behind Bunnings has filtered coffee and I've had it there before and it's so nice. I also know that Blank Space in Geelong also has filtered coffee and Coffee Cartel in Geelong as well has filtered coffee. Uh, give it a try. I've had all of them and they're all really great from those places. And it's just a good way to save calorie intake, especially if you're a coffee addict and you want to get two, three a day and you're getting them with milk, you you're going to be really struggling to stay in your calorie deficit. So by trying a filtered coffee, it is a less bitter way to have a no calorie coffee. So that is my recommendation. Look it up, have a look in your area, see who has filtered coffee. Um, it's really nice. I recommend. All right, let's get into today's episode. So how much weight should you be losing? So I think it's really important to preface that a lot of people expect when they start their weight loss journey in a sustainable way that they will be losing the same amount of weight as when they were doing their fad diets recently, whether that was cutting out carbs, whether it's intermittent fasting, whatever diet you've done, you probably were losing a fair bit of weight each week. And you would have been like, oh my God, this is great. I'm losing so much weight. And then obviously you can't keep it off because you can't sustain that for a long time. So when we are going for a sustainable amount of weight loss it is important to know that it is going to be slower and that's good it's a good thing to lose weight in a slow and sustainable way and I'll go through the reasons why towards the end of the episode but I want to start by talking about what is a good amount to be losing and what you should be focusing on because when we see drastic changes on Instagram or on somebody's website have a look into what they actually stand for if it's some sort of extreme restrictive diet you know it's not going to be a sustainable solution long term because they're emitting food groups and they really just lure people into their programs because they show such dramatic results. And dramatic results is what people are after and what people want, but it's not what you need. And what you need is a sustainable solution. So when you do look for diets or something to help you with your weight loss journey, remember it's lifestyle changes for the long term that's going to get you to where you want to be. Cutting out carbs, going keto, starving yourself in the mornings, doing intermittent fasting, whatever it is. I've even seen liver cleansers. I thought we were done with liver cleansers these days, but no, there's still people doing liver cleansers and encouraging people to do liver cleansers. It's crazy stuff still. I am still surprised that these companies are still making money off it because I really thought a lot of people were past this but apparently not and if you're listening to my podcast you are not one of those people you know that what you should be doing it's just about doing it and getting the right help to do it as well also these extreme diets where you are losing a lot of weight really quickly 
they do lead to negative health outcomes, including disordered eating, making people feel miserable and depressed because you can't eat certain foods. And it really is not good for your social life as well, especially if you can't go out for dinners or drinks with friends. What's the point of living if you can't go out for dinners and friends in the name of weight loss? Because you don't have to restrict all that to be able to see the results that you're after. You really don't. And not only that, but once you finish these fad diets, you lose this heap amount of weight, you do end up gaining the weight back, which you don't want. So let's chat about what is a healthy amount of weight loss to be losing. And it really depends on the person. I feel like I say that about everything. It depends, it depends, it depends, but it really does. But I want to give you a general guide still. So when I say it depends, it depends on your current activity level, depends on your current muscle mass, depends on your height, your weight, and your age as well. Now, if you are of a healthy weight or even a petite person to someone under five foot three or under 60 kilos, you're really small, you are a smaller person. I always recommend to my clients that what they should be focusing on is around 250 grams to 500 grams a week of weight loss. Sometimes it is 250 is best because you are already at a healthy weight. You just sort of want to lean up or you don't have a lot of weight to lose. The slower, the better. When I was doing my bikini comp in 2017, I was losing exactly 250 grams every single week. I was like, when I was doing this, I was very strict and this is not what I teach my clients because I was doing this to step on stage in a bikini, which is so terrifying, but it's not what I teach my clients to do. But when I was dieting, that was what, that was what a, I want to say sustainable, but a good amount of weight loss for me was at the time to be able to maintain as much muscle mass as I can and lose body fat. Now, and this is what I recommend to my smaller clients is we're looking at 250 grams to max 500 grams a week. And if it's over 500 grams, I always recommend that we increase the calorie intake to slow it down. Yes, I'm that annoying nutritionist that slows down people's weight loss on purpose. (laughs) I am not about just getting you know, big before and afters so I can post on socials so I can get more clients in. I'm doing what is right for the client. And that is honestly what I believe in and what I what I really want to help people with is getting them to a place where they're going to be losing weight sustainably. And if you're a smaller person, less than 500 grams is, is what's sort of needed, unfortunately. It is slower, but it is what it is. <laughs> now, if you are... If you have over 10 kilos to lose, that's when I'd recommend maybe 500 grams to a kilo of body weight loss a week. When I say body weight, I mean fat loss a week. And then if you have, say, over 40-ish kilos or, you know, you're over sort of 130 sort of kilos, then I'd recommend up to about a kilo and a half a week. Sometimes even two kilos could be okay and realistic for you, depending on your body type and everything that would be okay to lose each week when you do have more to lose. So in general, the more you have to lose, the faster it can be, the less you have to lose, the slower it can be. In general, roughly my clients lose between 500 grams and a kilo of body fat a week. That's usually the guide that I give my clients really depending on their, their weights. But usually if they have a little bit of weight to lose, that is probably the realistic amount that I see and that I see is going to be sustainable for them long term. It's also important to know that when you're on a weight loss journey, when you're doing it in a sustainable way, 
Sometimes you won't lose weight. Sometimes you might even gain weight. It's really frustrating part of it, but it's just part of the process. As long as it's still trending downwards over a given month or so, that's when you know you're at a good, um, you're, you're, you know, on the right path. You're going the right way. If it's going slightly up and then slightly down and then up and down again, at least it's going down each fortnight or each month that is showing you that you are making good progress. I think the expectation that every single week you're going to lose weight is a little bit unrealistic because there are so many different factors that go into weight, especially if you're just focusing on the scale weight and not measurements. So a couple of things that can make this process a little bit more slower could be if you have a period and hormonal issues. So if you have your period, usually the week before your period, you're a little bit bloated, you're a little bit more hungry, you tend to eat a little bit more. And because you're a little bit more bloated, it's going to show up on the scales with a little bit more water retention. And that's going to make you gain weight on the scales, even though it's not technically body fat gain, it is just more so water weight. It is going to show up on the scales. So if you still stick to your eating and you notice your scale weight is still going up that week, no, it's probably not because you've eaten too much. It's probably just water weight. It's really important to know when you are looking at the scales, just to take it with a grain of salt because it's just showing your overall weight. If you just say you haven't gone to the toilet that day yet, that's showing up um, on the scales compared to when you would have gone to the toilet, done a bowel movement, depending on how big your bowels are, your bowel movements are, you could lose a little bit of weight on the scales. (laughs) That's something else that could play a factor in it. Another thing that could play a factor also is if you've gone out for dinner. So just say you had a weekend where you just had so many events on and, you know, going out for dinner here and there, that's going to show up on the scales regardless if you tried to pick the best option possible. Majority of the time it's going to make you hold on to a little bit more water weight because you might have had more salt in your diet, which when you have more salt holds on to water, which is going to show up on the scales. Or you might have had more carbohydrates than usual and that's going to show up on the scales as well because when we do eat carbohydrates, we hold on to water. Now I don't say that and say, oh, it's bad because it's good. You need carbohydrates in your diet and that's just part of healthy lifestyle because when we cut out carbohydrates also we do see that people lose weight a lot quicker because they've cut out carbs they've cut out a lot of water weight so usually that water weight is the first thing to go and that's what we see on the scales we're like oh my god we lost three kilos in a week that's crazy you probably haven't lost three kilos of body fat there's probably a lot of water weight that's been dropped there too so when it comes to this what i always recommend with meals out and whatnot and tracking progress is to not weigh yourself the morning after you've gone out for dinner. That's just silly and you're just asking to feel crappy about yourself. I would always recommend doing it at least a few days after you've gone out for dinner so you've got that time for that water weight to come back down. So what I usually recommend to my clients is if they are eating well throughout the week, maybe the best time to weigh themselves is on a Friday morning before they start going out for dinners and the diet sort of gets a little bit more flexible. Whereas if you're doing it on a Sunday morning and you've gone out for dinner Friday night and Saturday night you might have had a couple of glasses of wine, weighing yourself on Sunday morning, you're not going to see true progress. You're going to see, I suppose, an altered skew of what your actual progress has been. So I'd recommend giving it a few days after you've gone out for dinner or do it, you know, on a Friday morning when you haven't gone out for the whole week. For meals and that could be a true measure of progress so you, that you don't see the weight fluctuation because I know this can mess with people's mind as well and think they've done so well and now they're losing um, and now they're gaining weight and it's not true and it's not accurate. 
Now, there are many reasons why we want slow weight loss. So number one, I mentioned it before just briefly, was to preserve muscle mass. We don't just want the scale to go down and we don't really care where it's coming from. Yes, it can help you feel more like good about yourself, make you feel like you're making progress. But we, what we really want is our body fat to be coming down and our muscle mass to be staying. So if we are drastically cutting out our calories, we're not only going to be losing our body fat, we're going to be losing muscle mass too. And if you're female in particular and you're not doing any strength training, as you get older, your muscle mass is going to reduce. And obviously you don't want that happening and or making it worse so we can make this worse by doing drastic diets now what i see happen when people lose weight is they're still not happy with how they look because they've done a drastic diet they're like oh i've lost all this weight but i still look the same just a smaller version of that and what that well, the reason for that is because they haven't either built muscle mass at the same time or because they have lost muscle mass and so their body shape has changed or yeah they're, they're just not happy with sort of how they look and that's usually because of not building enough muscle mass or losing muscle mass in the process so it's really important to make sure that when we are losing weight we're doing it slowly to be able to preserve muscle mass and this will help also by increasing our protein intake and making sure we have enough protein in each meal. Not only will this prevent hunger, but it will preserve as much muscle mass as we can. Another reason why we want this to be slower is because we want to build healthy habits. We don't want to just cut out all these food groups, go drastic diet, but not learn any sustainable approaches to our eating. Because if we do that, drastic diet, drop all the weight, we haven't really taught ourselves how to eat long-term. All you've taught yourself is how to cut out a ridiculous amount of food from your diet. So by doing it slowly, it's going to help you build healthy habits in a sustainable way. So as you're losing weight, you're building habits, and this is going to make you be able to maintain this weight loss long-term. So I hope you that sort of makes you realize just how important it is that it is slow so you can build healthy habits at the same rate, and then you can maintain that. Another reason is we will be less hungry. Hunger is huge. If you're on diet, you're trying to lose weight and you're hungry. I just, I couldn't. I just, I would really struggle to lose weight while being hungry because if I'm hungry, I am just looking anywhere for food and nothing can stop you from eating. And no amount of willpower is going to get you through that. So please remember that you don't need to be starving or hungry to be able to lose weight. I see many clients losing weight and I always ask them, how are you feeling hunger wise? Are you hungry? Sometimes hunger can be a little bit normal. Sometimes it's too much. So when I say normal, like before a meal, if you're hungry before a meal, that's normal. I mean, it's telling your body's telling you it's time to eat. But if you finish a meal and you're still starving, that's not good. You, should, you shouldn't feel like that. You should be feeling full and satisfied after each meal. And you shouldn't be going to bed with a tummy growling at you at the same time. We have to get up and then eat something in the middle of the night. The next reason why we want slower weight loss is that we have a less chance of reaching a plateau. This is so important. So what happens when we drop our calories too low is our metabolism adjusts to this. So if we are dropping our calories too low, what ends up happening is our metabolism slows down. So this can look like your heartbeat slowing down. It can look like your digestion slowing down, your reproductive system stops so you don't get a period so all this is preserving energy and all this all these digestive system um your your period your heart rate all this burns energy so if these things are slowing down that means that your energy expenditure is going to slow down if your energy expenditure is reducing 
that means it's going to make it harder for you to get into a deficit. So just say when you're in a mild calorie deficit, you can eat 1700 calories and that's a good amount of calories for you to lose weight. But if you were like, I just want to lose weight quicker, I'm going to drop it down to 1100 calories and just eat 1100 calories every single day. What's going to happen is our metabolism will slow down to adapt to the 1100 calories that you're eating. So then once your metabolism adapts to 1100 calories eating, you're not going to be losing weight. So then what happens is you either need to eat less than that to adjust to that, or you need to increase your energy expenditure to be able to get out of this plateau. So when we lose weight, we do want it to be a a mild calorie deficit so that we kind of like trick the body a little bit. So when it's a small calorie deficit, our body isn't in a bit of a shock. It's not going to freak out, be like, oh my God, you've cut out all this food. I'm going to slow down the metabolism to adjust to this reduced energy intake. So that's why we want to have a nice, slow, sustainable weight loss. I see this quite often with clients that come to me and they're not eating anything. They're like, I can't lose weight, but I'm barely eating anything. I barely eat anything. I'm like, yeah, you barely eat anything. And that's the reason why you can't lose weight because your metabolism is so low. And at the same time, they're like, I've got no energy. I'm tired all the time. My digestion's sluggish. And it just shows that they're just not getting enough energy in. And that's why they're struggling to lose weight. So a lot of the time I'm like, okay, we need to increase the amount of food that you're eating to be able to see the results that you're after so that we can increase your metabolism. And then we can get you in that slight calorie deficit. It's a real funny one. And it is a difficult one to explain, but just know You need to work out your maintenance and eat a little bit below your maintenance for slow, sustainable weight loss, not drastic amounts. We need to be okay with eating more food. We need to know, and I think what comes with that is knowing what your calorie intake is to maintain your weight and then knowing what your calorie intake is to lose weight. And that way you will feel okay knowing you're in a calorie deficit, you can eat this much food and still see the results and trust the process. I think that's the biggest thing is trusting the process. Remember, less is not always best. As you can see, I am really passionate about helping people achieve sustainable results that they can maintain long term. It's pretty much what I do day in, day out. I'm very passionate about helping people get rid of that diet restriction that they're stuck in where they're just like, oh, I need to cut out everything. I need to be really strict to see results. And then they do it for a while, lose all the weight, and then they go back to their old eating habits. It's just not sustainable long term. And when it comes to losing weight, This is another reason why we want it to be nice and slow. And I think also with building healthy habits, another reason people see me about that building the healthy habits is because they want to be able to teach their children these good habits. And they know that by just being super restrictive, it's not really teaching themselves anything and let alone being able to pass on any good habits to their children. So That is my little advice for you today is remember slow and sustainable is best. Work out your maintenance, go in a very slight calorie deficit, be patient, be be rigid with your calories, like make sure you're sticking with your calorie intake and you will see the results that you're after. But most importantly, make sure you are building healthy habits because that is what's going to give you the long-term results that you're after. Also, if you see any people on Instagram or websites that are like drop 10 kilos in five weeks just know it's bullshit and you probably could do it but it's not going to be a healthy way to do it so please don't fall for all that marketing and gimmick crap because it will leave you in a worse place long term I promise you'll end up gaining the weight back struggling to lose weight and end up in this cycle where you feel miserable you always feel like you're failing because you're always trying these shitty diets that aren't getting anywhere So when we're able to learn the the lifestyle and the habit change, that is where 
the magic happens. That's where you will see these long-term results. And I honestly just even set with my clients where they're just like, even if I don't lose weight for like a month, I'm just so happy with how well I'm eating. I feel so good. I feel so much better. I feel like I built really good habits and you feel more confident as well. Well, I hope you found this episode helpful. It was a bit of a tangent I went on. If anything you take away from this, just remember if you're a smaller person or don't have much weight to lose, you don't want to be losing any more than 500 grams a week. If you do have a bit of weight to lose, anywhere between 500 grams to a kilo is ideal. And if you are on the larger side, so maybe like over like 120, 130 kilos, that's when 1.5 kilos a week could be um could be ideal and beneficial for you. So if you have any questions, send me a DM at nutrition underscore by Samantha. That way I can help and talk you through it. If you have any questions about what calorie intakes are best for you or what weight loss should look like for you, just send me a DM. I'm always happy to chat in the DMs. I'm not scary, I promise. <laughs> if you are wanting to achieve sustainable weight loss results, you know where to find me, nutrition underscore by Samantha. You can have a chat with me there. Remember, I focus on sustainable results. I want to make sure that you're not binge eating or emotional eating and really changing your lifestyle and really changing your habits for the long term. If you liked this episode, please screenshot and share to your stories and tag me in it so it can reach more people. And I'd love to know who's actually enjoying this podcast. I see people all over the world are listening, which I think is really, really cool. So if you can share and let me know where you're from and where you're listening from, I would love that. I would also love if you leaved me a positive review on iTunes or Spotify. This will help me be able to reach more people and help more people achieve their results that they're after and learn more about sustainable weight loss. Please do that too. I hope you all have a lovely, lovely week this week. It's going to be a really crappy weather here in Victoria. It's going to be raining all weekend. So stay dry, stay warm, and I will chat to you next week. Bye.